Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about streetwear. Is everything you wear on the street not streetwear? I mean, what would you call workwear then? Or business attire? Or Touché, bro. (laughs) Touché. It's a good question, though. Like, what do you think most people have come to mind when they think of the word streetwear? Because we're kind of in it, but... It's not necessarily something everyone knows. Like if you were to ask my parents or your parents? Or just some random person on the street, let's say, where does it change even? Like someone in their 30s, 20s, older? It's for sure like an age thing, even though streetwear started a long time ago, or at least with that label. To me, I feel like it tends to lean hip hop, Mm -hmm. even though it's probably not necessarily even like the true origin. Or skateboarding also. Yeah, because for me, I lean more towards skateboard. Mm-hmm. At least to me, when I started noticing it, it's almost streetwear is when skating bonded with hip hop and like pop culture. And I mean, there's like examples of it, you know, skinny jeans and stuff like that. And like Vans and Chucks once were all like skateboarding attire like oh vans you're a skateboarder or however you wear your pants or again for this example let's say skinny jeans skateboarder blah blah and then sometime in the early 2000s mid 2000s it became kind of hip-hop but even through hip-hop let's say Lil Wayne we knew that it was like you know that skateboard thing or like skateboy p with Pharrell Mm. like fucking Lil Wayne skateboarding his videos in like 2008 or some shit like it was like this weird mixture so I think it is for sure if I were to define it myself, it's like when skateboarding, which obviously super street, is part of the skateboard culture. And like hip hop comes together to make like this crazy popular indie feel clothing. Yeah, I mean, even with the people you mentioned, Pharrell, who's a big skater, has his own line, BBC Ice Cream. And Wayne was rocking those Bay hoodies, you know, the purple camel, the all over rainbow monkey hoodie one that I remember from the fireman video like he was rocking some classics Cuddy was big into babe too although him not as much of a skater and then even fast forwarding a little bit to like Tyler before he was making his own stuff he was a big pusher of Supreme and Supreme not only one of the biggest streetwear brands but one of the biggest skate brands and They've definitely done a lot in both the skateboarding and hip-hop culture. I mean, continuing on the hip-hop, even, you know, their collab shirts with Dipset or Wu-Tang. But anyway, yeah, they're basically really intertwined and streetwear itself definitely borrows from each of these. And then even fast-forwarding some more, and we'll kind of backtrack, but just staying on this note for a sec, you have someone like Virgil Abloh who came in and we've done a whole episode on him before, but... He really embraced the idea of streetwear and also tried to push it. And he was someone mixing those worlds, too, of hip-hop and skateboarding and also just culture in general. And he also kind of mixed it in with high fashion as well, which we'll touch on for, like, even with newer brands like Amy Leon Dore and stuff. But, yeah, I think for me also, on a personal level, I've always been interested in both of those cultures and also with both the style around dressing too so when you kind of combine those or have them hitting different pockets like that's such a good overlap for my personal taste 
how far back do you remember like being into it what was like your first purchase do you remember any of that stuff or well i guess i'll bring up one other thing that it's tied to heavily which is sneakers which is obviously you know clothing sneakers go hand in hand but the whole sneaker culture definitely has ties with streetwear and I don't remember which came first, but I remember being really into both by like the mid 2000s, definitely by like early MySpace days and stuff like that. And I remember, I don't know if this was the first thing, but definitely one of the first items I got was this long sleeve from Stussy back when they were in Wooster near Kid Robot when that was still around. And I don't remember the full design. It had like some skull brought into it somewhere, but I just remember being hyped for it and I remember just keeping up with everything online like different sites Hypebeast being the biggest name of them but different sites would post you know new drops and stuff like that and there would also be stores that would carry multiple brands at once and so I remember just following those different brands and and there were so many at the time I mean just to run through a handful real quick you got Stussy, The Hundreds, Huff, Only NY, Supreme, which we mentioned, BBC Ice Cream, Bape, Information, A New York Thing, Benny Gold, A Life, Undefeated, Staple, Diamond, Ten Deep, Mighty Healthy, Reason, Dave's Quality Mead, Extra Large, The Marandali, Mishka, Johnny Cupcakes. Like, it goes on. There's so many. Those are just some of the ones from that time. Some are still around. Some burned out in that moment. But I think it's kind of held on and... Another big part of that also was the presence of these stores in Soho, which we used to hit up a lot. And I feel like that was a big part of it too. And almost having this physical area or neighborhood where, you know, people who were also into that would show up. And Soho in general is much more fashion forward, or at least like people are trying to have fun with their style there and wearing some of these brands and stuff. So I think that was a big part of it as well i actually never got to go to that stussy one i remember going looking for it out of like google like i don't know searches and then like someone being like yeah that's it i don't know they took that shit down like last month or something Damn. i was like wait what what the fuck for me i don't even remember my first like streetwear purchase like being aware i feel like my introduction to it was probably through sneakers i've been a sneaker person first I don't, I don't like to call myself a sneakerhead <laughs> but yeah like i've been into sneakers a little longer than i've been to clothes clothes came much later probably even after high school not that i didn't care what i would wear but even now like i unique clothes fun for me like just give me some clean basic garments and like i just like how clothes fits on me more than what mm-hmm. i'm actually wearing but i really care about shoes however i do remember getting like these i don't even know like stussy neighborhood collab like Mm -hmm. nike blazers but i wasn't even fully sure what i was getting i just thought they were cool and like later on i learned oh shit and i think that's how i was like oh like let me look at their clothes and i like tried looking online and it was kind of expensive at the time for me like i would literally save like my allowance to try to like buy shit i was like yeah i don't know if i want to pay like 30 or 40 bucks for just a t-shirt whatever it was (laughs) And then, yeah, eventually, like, I tried to go find the store and it wasn't there. But, yeah, other than that, it wasn't until much later, probably, like, college, that I actually started appreciating, like, streetwear and 
buying stuff because I did make some purchases like Kid Robot shirts and hoodies I have still like at my parents' house back in Jersey, but I didn't fully get into it till like much later when I started buying and like most of the stuff I wore was quote unquote streetwear. But like you said, that culture, like that Soho lifestyle was for sure a thing. It's like a competition once you step down there. Like people just trying to one up <laughs> each other on like, oh, you got Stussy me too, but this from the first drop in 1992. <laughs> it's a sample back when they used to screen print hand by hand each t-shirt and you're like, I right, relax, bro. Like <laughs> it ain't like that. But it's cool to see just because it created like this extra slot, this extra alley of fashion. There was always like the fast fashion. There's the high-end fashion, you know, the Gucci's, the Louis V's, and then there's, I don't know, the fucking whatever you want to wear. But then it created, like, this streetwear thing that became, again, like a mixture, a blend of, like, a bunch of these together. And I wouldn't say we were, like, at the center of it, but we for sure saw some of its growth and, like, what it's gotten to, at least now. Yeah, and it's interesting to see those patterns of growth, even within a specific brand, like, supreme right the most obvious the most basic one i can't tell you how many times i've seen people say like oh this person took supreme to a new height like after tyler did it after like cardi or someone you know like i'm blanking on who exactly else has hyped it up in that way but there have been so many either individuals or kind of periods of time where i've seen people say oh supreme's now like at a new level and more overhyped than ever before blah 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 and i do think it is like a crazy hyped brand for people who don't know they basically stick their red box logo on everything and kind of call it a day that being said they do have some nice pieces as well but the kind of hype around the brand has made me never interested in buying a piece never owned a supreme piece no i've never owned anything supreme never a hat i swear you had a hat Nah, Adam had one, but that was it. Oh, maybe. Fuck. I thought I was the only one on this podcast that never owned Supreme. And I'm like a proud. It's one of my big life accomplishments, never owning Supreme and being in the culture, you know. And no hate to Supreme, again. No hate at all. And I was, I'll say I was late to it. I could be honest. I could get roasted for it. I don't care. I knew of Supreme, didn't care for it. The person that brought my attention to Supreme was... Tyler, I think, mm-hmm. in the Yonkers video with the hat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the performance at Jimmy Fallon or whatever. I think he was wearing it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it kind of looks cool, but it's, like, his own thing. Still never really felt like I could pull it off. I never even... You see me with a hat probably, like, fucking six <laughs> years after you met me. Never used to wear hats. Now I don't take them off. But point is, like, I never owned the Supreme piece. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I felt like we needed to say that. We got that out of the way. <laughs> so I guess real quick while we're on it, Supreme, to me, like, con the hype and con when they just do super basic shit. But I will pro some of their kind of more pattern and other based pieces, which can look dope for sure. So not total hate there, but definitely other brands are a bigger pro for me. And I would say that Stussy has been the most impressive over time with just how consistent they've been and like every drop there's always good stuff their design team is so on point and I feel like they've maintained the same identity and kind of design look and ideas 
from when I first got into them till now. And even when I first started, that wasn't when the brand first started. The brand's been around for decades on decades on decades. Like, to me, it's really crazy how they've kind of stayed this way the whole time. And you do have some other brands who have stuck around and still make good stuff too. Like, Huff sometimes makes some good things. I do like them. Only is consistent, even though their prices have gone up a bit. The hundreds once in a while still has something. But yeah, Stussy, I think, is like the model for an older brand staying relevant and elevating over time at the same time. We didn't even plan this. I'm going to hit you. Maybe you're ready. You stay ready. I can't <laughs> underestimate you. But do you have like a top three favorites? Brands? I mean, I know you mentioned Stussy, but... um. All time or like current? no no particular order, but yeah, all time like top three like they just don't miss. Like I I don't mind wearing the whole catalog type shit. I don't know if I have a two or three. Like Stussy is so high above the others that it's hard for me to do that. And I would say I've more like had phases with some of the others or occasional pieces, I guess. But if I had to, I'd probably put only New York second just for consistency, and then. I don't know. Third is tough. Like, I feel like third is my rotating spot, if anything. Fair enough. I'd probably have to put Stussy up there. And at two, I'm going to name this one, and I've never owned anything from it. <laughs> However, it is a brand that I would like to own. And what I mean, every piece, I mean every piece. I'm exaggerating. Maybe like 98%. <laughs> but... Supreme? No, nah, I'm playing. <laughs> Not Supreme. I'm gonna go with Amy Leon Dore, bro. Every time mm. I see their fucking catalogs and their shoots, I'm like, this shit that I could pull off now, this shit I could pull off five years from now, this shit that I could probably wear when I'm 60, like, it fits. And they be having that, like, on their photo shoots, they be having, like, a <laughs> random old dude, like, yeah. old ass, like, rappers or, like, actors and shit. Like, they'll have everyone and it looks good. Because sometimes you can't just have paul thomas anderson with like a stussy t-shirt like i don't know if he'll fit but that amy bro like that should be him like he could probably wear it and it'll look dope but again like i've never owned anything i don't know that i will that's just kind of expensive it sells out good for them they're doing good but i fully love to look like if i had the money and the plug i'd do it i'll say something on that after you finish your list but keep going first third i could keep that also, as like an ever-rotating spot, but I do like only NY, and I also really like golf. Shout out Tyler. A bunch of shit, and I get it. A lot of it is pieces like I'd like to pick, mm-hmm. but it is super original. It is like a very specific look. It is that also tends to be a little expensive, but super dope. Like It's one of those, like, damn, no one else is really making shit like this, so I had to throw that out there. Going off golf wing one, I mean... Obviously, respect to Tyler for after wearing Supreme and different stuff at first, he made his own shit like he does with everything and created Golfwing as a clothing line. And my only complaint is that I feel like the earlier stuff was more interesting to me personally. And over time, like I still see pieces that I like, but there's less stuff I'm interested in in general. And I feel like it's tamed down a little bit more at least in terms of Tyler standards, like there used to be crazier patterns or kind of maybe more streetwear-ish designs. Now I feel like it's a lot more plain and 
not necessarily in a bad way, like more to how his style has evolved and he's mm-hmm. always making stuff in line with kind of how he's dressing too. So it makes total sense, but I'm just copying less stuff from golf. Like it's been a minute since I got something or even that was really desiring something, but I still did even like think about it when you're asking about the top three, but that and AOD are kind of a good transition also to like new age streetwear too, where you have other brands that we'll get into in a sec, but with Amy Leon Dor, I feel like they're the most popping right now. And I feel like have took advantage of this post Virgil streetwear landscape of that high fashion mixing in with streetwear. And literally anytime you go by the AOD store in Soho, there's always a line like that has never seen it without a line out front. They even have like a cafe next door now too, which is insane. But I think they took a bit to grow on me because the hype around it was so big. Not in like the Supreme way where Supreme feels more like 12 year olds in their mom's kitchen trying to Hmm. cop a piece or something, but it does feel more refined, more elegant. And the kind of hype stuff with it to me is less that it makes it uninteresting to buy and more so that it's just very hard to buy right and also sometimes the price is up there as well but i definitely agree they make clean pieces the brand has grown on me more and more over time even recently i was with mutual friend of the show pedro and stopped by his apartment and he had just gotten in the mail some new pieces from ald and they were so clean i was like damn they really do make good stuff and he's also rocked some other stuff from them before that i've seen that it looks good to see on people actually wearing it as well. And then you combine like their editorial photo shoots and like how they do all that stuff. Can't complain, super clean and on point. So I feel like they're definitely a kind of new age streetwear brand in that way where I don't know if they could have existed in that same way 10, 15 years ago, or at least kind of had that same audience overlap. That is true. And I think it works for them in a way where I think it's what worked for like Supreme when it came out. I don't know when that was. Sometime in the 90s, early 2000s. I think so. I don't know. 90s, yeah. I think it was his first or like the first at least that we know of where that blew up and it was like a mix. Remember we talking about that blend of like worlds that clashing of like skating and hip hop and just pop culture making something cool. ALD, I think it's like, seems like it's going to be the staple on being the first between like the streetwear meeting like mature audience Mm -hmm. or like the people that grew up with the Supreme have now evolved, which Supreme in the 90s, have now evolved to that ALD where it's like, I can't just be out here wearing snapbacks or five panels with like a logo tee, like (laughs) put on a nice sweater, a nice hoodie, a nice jacket, some better quality stuff. Not that. All these brands are using good quality, but something that just looks, for lack of a better word, like more mature, like I said, is stuff that people of any age could wear and like it'll fit where a lot of these other brands, most streetwear brands, let's say uh, Only NY or Stussy has stuff where like, I don't know, our parents could wear, but they tend to have stuff which is more, I don't know, for the 20 year olds, you know, like the young crowd where like AOD, they're getting in touch with like the, the grown folks. And I think they're going to cement being that 
brand and it works like i love it i maybe that's why i feel that i like it so much because i think i'm in this weird transition of i can't wear the same shit i was wearing when i was 19 gotta start evolving the fashion and i think ald is like the first time i saw something where i was like ah this might be the move this this mm. is the inspo even if it's not ald by ald like stuff you know yeah that's interesting i like that idea of the transition and it being that kind of a brand just for this time period and also like you said before people who grew up with streetwear or are looking for that kind of middle ground right that's just how i see it i could be completely wrong and maybe there's even other brands that were doing it before but again this is the one that seems to be winning at the moment i wonder though where the line kind of happens because you also have other brands like Bodhi, right they make these really dope clothes i would not call them streetwear at all but they're almost streetwear adjacent and at the very least ALD adjacent where it's a little more mature clothes but has in their case like this handcrafted feel and like all these different things and I mean their prices are fucking insane but I almost think of them in similar ways or group them together in a sense even though I would definitely not call Bodhi streetwear but I wonder at what point that kind of balance shifts between just more high fashion even within the culture versus still streetwear yeah i mean obviously i don't have the answer for that but it, it's kind of something where it, it happens with things like that where yeah that alley that fashion that we once knew as just streetwear you know the supremes the stuff like that kind of just broadens up or widens up and like a bunch of shit just kind of falls in that category even though it may not be how we first saw it but yeah, who knows? As far as like other current brands, you have someone like a Noah who's geographically a couple blocks away from ALD as well in Soho, who I feel like they're a tier more towards streetwear, but still have some of that kind of elegance or maturity built in as well to at least some of their stuff. Although they're someone who like I respect but have yet to cop anything from. I think sometimes they go maybe too plain for me as well, even though I like the minimalness of it. And you have brands like Palace who I see stuff from them all the time that I like, but one, it's kind of expensive, like a little more than I'd like compared to some other brands, but also it's just so hard to get anything from them. And this is another, you know, reoccurring theme within streetwear ever since I got into it of similar to sneakers like that limited exclusive nature and especially with a collab or something but even just in general of how these drops go that it can be hard to get things and for some people that's part of the appeal for me it's more just kind of annoying like i i don't want to have clothes that everyone has but i also don't want to have it be impossible to get stuff I'm interested in or pay Shouldn't like be a, mission. a crazy amount. Yeah, exactly. And you have ones that take a more graphic approach like Brain Dead or Online Ceramics or Cactus Plant Flea Market. Like there's some different ones in here. And then some of the current ones that have different brands like Dover Street Market, which has a lot of that high fashion crossover, more so on that end even, but still worth mentioning, they do carry some streetwear brands. And I know other shops like you, like Packer and maybe some others, but those could be thrown in there too. Packer, Concepts, Bodega mm -hmm. have become like little boutiques that 
are like pure hubs of like streetwear. And I don't even mean to like, it's not a hot take or anything, but Rip Virgil, Rip the Goat, literally streetwear wouldn't be where it is without him. But is he kind of to blame for some of it, at least when it comes to like pricing and like where it's gone? I think it would have gone that way anyway. He might have pushed it up faster, but... Yeah, he was just one of the first with, like, the Pyrex stuff and obviously Off-White and all that later on where he kind of showed, like, I don't even know if he was the first, but he was one of the main ones, at least that I'm aware of, where, like, he showed people, like, oh, streetwear could be luxury. Like, this... Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is Louis V. Obviously, made Louis V streetwear. If you see most of the drops, the collabs he did, and a bunch of his runway shows is literally hip-hop, streetwear skateboard influence all packed in one i think he had something to do with it but i do agree like i think it was something that was gonna go that way no matter what with time someone's gonna find a way to do it maybe he was one of the first or one of the most successful ones at it but i don't know maybe maybe you should have done the opposite make streetwear cheap (laughs) who's gonna do that in general aside from the prices and stuff what do you think of where streetwear is at right now in this kind of new or current age it's for sure different I, I think it's taking somewhat of a positive turn or like going in the right direction especially because of stuff i've already said i feel like streetwear at least for i don't know high school college like it felt like the same thing it felt like this exclusive cool looking i don't know skateboard type clothing and it's evolved in a way it's become a little higher end and not that necessarily that's what i was looking for but just the style change and the fits and again like amy leon door and other stuff like it some pieces you wouldn't even know that you're wearing a a stussy or a a streetwear brand let's just say and i think that's a good thing i think things should evolve and not necessarily that they should stop doing that classic stuff with logos and graphics and whatever you want to put on the t-shirt whatever design that should stay there but i think this is like progress it's showing that this won't be like just a a moment in time like oh streetwear it was really hot in 2000 to 2015 you know like it's something that would evolve which is cool and it almost had to evolve like it could have just died out but it kind of needed something else to it right exactly like at a point it felt like that's what was going to happen yeah because there was a period i want to say what like mid 2010s or something where it had kind of died down a bit it was a short decline but it found a way to again yeah like evolve and create other shit and even i own some stuff that is like stussy that you wouldn't know it is that and it just shows like they have these talented designers it's not just about logos and graphics which again are cool i'm gonna keep buying them but they found a way to give something to everyone that they like you know like you like the flat pieces sure you like the more higher end quality stuff sure you have that you like the collapse you got that so yeah i think for sure step in the right direction i don't think it's gonna die down if anything shows that there's room for more there's room for more brands there's room for these brands to keep growing and even streetwear is gonna start merging with sportswear something like that like it's something's bound to happen soon i think i'm starting to see hints of that Obviously, with like start of that was like jogger pants and stuff like that. Athlete. I think there's plenty of room for better stuff. Obviously, it's only the cusp of it, like the beginning of it. But to answer your question, yeah, I think it's taken a step in the right direction. I pro it. And other than the price, which again, everything's inflated and 
prices are gonna go up. Maybe it's gone up too much, but that's the one thing I'd con. Streetwear itself and what it's become, yeah, I'd pro it for sure. It's a good thing, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I think the evolution, especially like we said, to the kind of mixing in more mature and higher fashion stuff is overall good, at least in how it's been implemented so far. Like ALD does that really well. I think we've also, or at least I'm more aware of brands doing more like pants and things like that, where streetwear to me used to be primarily the T, right? Your logo and different functions. Doing logo flips is a big thing of streetwear too. Now I see brands doing other types of pieces and other things. And I actually want to see that be pushed more. Like I want to see more patterns and materials and textures and stuff. Not even just on the shirts, but on like pants and stuff like that too. I would think that'd be interesting if able to be done well because streetwear brands are able to do or take certain chances with certain looks and styles that like a, you know, Gucci or someone wouldn't. Although some of those higher fashion brands have started to dip into streetwear a bit in terms of trying to keep up with the times and stuff like that, but kind of a separate thing. But overall, I'm glad it's stuck around in this way. I do agree the prices and exclusivity and stuff are a bit much, especially for certain brands. But I don't know, when I was a teenager being interested in it, I didn't know if it would stick around this long, but I'm glad to see it has and certain brands have and other new ones are kind of taking the torch. I think it's good to have that balance of the kind of veterans and the new people as well. So... Yeah, I'm excited to see how it keeps on growing, for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. And don't get mad if you're listening. We probably missed one, two, or 2,000 brands out there. (laughs) There's endless amounts. There's local stuff we probably missed out on. Remember, we're talking about growing up in the Northeast. There's probably some California shit we don't know, some Texas stuff, Florida, who knows? Yeah, we didn't even touch on, you know, Fairfax and Melrose and stuff like that, which is another whole section of streetwear too yeah just kind of the stuff we were around and the stuff we noticed but this is more of a broad episode maybe in the future we'd get more in depth into a specific brand or specific things about it because obviously we're interested in it again overall streetwear fire i'm glad it came into my life i don't plan on stopping even if it just means me moving brands for it to fit Mm -hmm. my style yeah easy pro solid pro yeah i think solid pro is good Still some room to grow, but at a decent spot. And yeah, we've been wanting to do this episode for a while. Feels like it could have been one of the earlier episodes because it's definitely shared interest we have. But yeah, that wraps it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O on everything. And I'm Kev. You can find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. R.I.P. Keith Huffnagel. <laughs>